Welcome to Before You Swipe, the online dating podcast where we read between the pickup lines. I'm Dr. Chris. And I'm Dr. Lauren. We're two sex educators and research nerds using apps to find playmates, partners, and some laughs. Each episode, we share profiles that make us curious and make us cringe. We bring our expertise and personal quirks as we overanalyze our first impressions. Join us for some snarky and sincere tips and traps. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Before You Swipe. I'm Dr. Chris. And I'm Dr. Lauren. And today we're going to be doing another news review uh, experiment. Yes. <laughs> we thought it was fun, so we're doing it again. Um, and this time, again, I is an article that I shared with Chris. Uh, I'm going to just share a little snippet about how I came across this article, and then Chris is going to give us the rundown of, of what we're talking about. So we were flipping the order from what we did last time. So we'll follow the description of the article with a profile. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this article comes from, uh, well, first, I, I want to just acknowledge, so these articles that we're sharing, like, this is stuff that just pops up in our news feeds. So, you know, Sometimes we're getting really credible sources. Sometimes we're getting weird sources from places we don't live in <laughs> yes. for a variety of reasons. So in this particular case, um, this is an article that came from, it's called uh, news.com.au, which is Australian, an Australian news source. Um, and then it was reprinted. Am I right about this, Chris? It was reprinted yeah. in the New York Post? Okay, so... Is that what it's called? New York Post? That's yeah, right, the right. New York Post. So the New York yeah. Post is kind of a, it's like a crappy rag sensationalist type uh, publication out of New York. It's kind of the antithesis of sort of like the New York Times, which is, an, or Wall Street Journal, you know, which have very good reputations um, about their news sources. And the New York Post is kind of like the one that likes to publish all the articles about like what the mafia is up to or like what celebrities are up to. So that's sort of the New York Post. Now, are they as extreme that they're like Elvis sightings or not that No, extreme? yeah, they're not, they don't go all the way to Elvis sightings or Bat Boy usually, but okay. it's, it's not that far away. Okay, so <laughs> I found this article because I use the Google News app and for whatever reason, I mean, I would assume because I am curious about online dating and it's, you know, it's on Google's always watching. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but it's a it's a little alarming. So we're kind of uh, showing our hand a little bit. So this article is not necessarily one I ever would have sought out, and like the New York Post is not a news outlet I trust or think is very credible. So I was clicking on it, going, "Oh, what's what fresh hell will this be?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's point number one. And then point number two that I want to share is that the fact that this comes from an Australian news source. So my personal guilty pleasure in life right now is this Australian podcast called, um, well, their bigger podcast is called Shameless. <laughs> <laughs> the episodes I really love are called Scandal and they're like celebrity scandals and they do a deep dive often telling the stories that were told in tabloids. And it's just these really smart feminist interesting Australian young women sharing stories. So we'll link to that podcast. And I blame them for me seeing this article. <laughs> anyway, so the yeah, so that's, that's the story. <laughs> yes. And then the article title is uh, called Sneaky Trick, uh, Sneaky Trick Married Men Are Using to Pick Up on Dating Apps. 
and it's by Jana Hawking. Um, so I will now pass it to Chris to summarize what's in the actual article. Sure. So this article published in like, again, uh, both in Australia and then in the New York Post in September of 2022. Uh, it was basically about uh, this woman overhearing a story at the hairdressers, so contrived, but um, <laughs> about how married dudes, shock and awe, are on dating apps. And in this particular case was about of a, a, a lying out of towner. So this woman went on a date with the guy and they had a good time. And then he sort of said he had to travel for work and so she took that as at face value but lo and behold then on her facebook feed because she had his phone number because they had been texting back and forth and facebook basically if you've got facebook app on your phone and then you enter a new contact in it'll like it'll feed the people you might want to be friends with um so you know zuckerberg is always watching all hail zuck um so basically she was like, oh, hey, that picture looks like, you know, the dude Tony or whatever. And but yet his name is Ben on this. Huh. And so she does a little bit of a deep dive and lo and behold, discovers that the guy she went on a date with was using a fake name, is married with kids in a different place. And so she's pissed. And so she goes then so far. This is the salacious, extra salacious part is where then she finds who his wife is, calls her, his wife at work, and spills the beans about the fact that he's on a dating app, uh, like, dishonestly. Yeah. Um, and so the moral of the story of this article, it's, it is the important thing, is married men are on dating apps, and you should beware, and it's a horrible thing, and they're all dishonest shitbags. Yeah. And so, you know, part of the reason I was like, oh, fuck balls, right? So, yeah. you know, it's, we love a good story. We, you know, this is horrible that this, if this is real, I mean, there's, there are stories out there of things like this oh, happen yeah. and get published in much more credible sources. So infidelity is real. Yes. And, in, and infidelity is absolutely real. And using the apps is absolutely a way to do it. In addition to all the ways people have cheated on each other forever. <laughs> um, and we do not condone lying uh, and doing dishonest things ever, right? Like that's that's not a kindness in a relationship. Like we uh, here at Before You Swipe stand very firmly behind folks doing, um, you've heard us use the expression ethical non-monogamy, that's ENM or CNM, consensual non-monogamy. People sometimes often use, the, also will use the language of polyamorous. We support the fact that there are all different kinds of relationship structures. So yes, as the article cites, there are roughly 30% of, of people on the apps are married. And we don't know what percent of them are doing that with integrity, honesty, consent, and clarity for all parties involved, right? So many people, we've reviewed profiles where people are really upfront about who their partners are. We go back to that field episode, right? And the whole app is built around you being able to actually see the person's partner. <laughs> yeah. So we stand behind those practices. This article is, ex I, I found it alarming how biased it was. It was basically saying, if you're married, you don't belong here. And yeah, that sucks. <laughs> right. And if you're married and you are dating, you're automatically cheating. Yeah. And you're a bad person. Right. Without a doubt. It's definitely yeah. cheating. It's definitely making you a bad person and not to be trusted. Yeah. 
And then there's the whole, the, the, the layer that's a little, I mean, to me, a little interesting about how this woman who then was, you know, experienced dishonesty, which can be very hurtful and things, especially if you think that first date's going well, to then go full on after like him in the sense of like finding the wife, calling the wife at work <laughs> and, and oh, going okay. to that extreme I mean, on one level, it's like, you know, does she want like it's just interesting to sort of see like that's her reaction is instead of saying, well, I was, you know, I was hurt. I was cheated on. This person is now blocked out of my life. Or you confront the person and say, hey, I found out who you are. Not okay." Yeah. And instead just goes straight into and now I'm going to rat you out completely. And so it's just an interesting approach. And I don't. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I don't think I'd do that. And it was just interesting to see how that worked. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what I would do in that situation either. If it, you know, ugh, that's awful. I, I don't know about the, you know, right. Yeah. Anyway, I, I can't even go down a rabbit hole talking about it. Cause I'm like, fuck, I don't know, man. There's so much to consider in all directions and yeah. I personally, at a minimum, would probably try to have a conversation with the person who lied once I've caught them in the lie first, because like, for all I know, maybe they have said something to their partner, not that you necessarily believe them if they told you. Um, Or like, it is with permission, but they're, I mean, because also, right, like, the scenario could have been, obviously, it's not the story that they're telling for the article, but like, the story could have been, yeah, someone is on there with a fake identity. So, I mean, like, I'll be honest, I've definitely met people randomly and made a different tale of who I was. And I had zero intention of doing a long-term connection with that person, right? It was like a random city. I didn't live there. They knew that, right? Like I'm passing through and it's just those fleeting connections you have with people. You can also like, you know, people also do that on planes where people make up. I mean, I actually don't do that. I just don't talk to people on planes. But, you know, like there could be all sorts of actual not- bad reasons someone is doing that that are like it's a choice maybe you don't agree with it but they're not actually doing harm in other aspects of their life right and I just to make that assumption and then to call someone at work is pretty gross like don't call people at work about that shit like yeah also yeah at work too that's a little rough right because there's no they they don't have a really good place to digest that information or do anything like that too my god can you imagine if they were working in a cubicle and this is what they hear and you're just then like stuck in your cube for the rest of the day like they're on break and they have to go back in 10 minutes whatever jesus fucking christ that's just not okay anywho moving on all right so So basically yeah so they talk about how hard it is to date and it's like being signals super hard and like you know, you're going to get constantly duped if you're, you're married, like if these people are married. Anyway, so yeah. So it was just this yeah. very bizarre thing. Don't they um, actually say, I feel, I don't, I'm not sure in the article, but I feel like this author actually says apps should ban married people. They say that you can't join an app unless you're verified, a profile I- verified, not if you're not married. Um, oh, it says it's, oh yeah, it's, oh, and married peeps stay off our turf. Good Lord, the dating world is never boring. But yeah, so you're right. Oh, married peeps, stay off our turf. So yes. And and I think the argument would be verification would rule out married people from being on the app is the implication that I read into it. Oh, no, the, the, I thought I read that, sorry, as the, um, the picture, remember they they were Tony and then they were Ben. So like you needed to verify. 
on another social. So it's not necessarily married. It's just like, because there's a lot of verification. Um, I mean, they're saying like, make it a rule. You can't join an app unless you're verified, but there's many apps that you can verify yourself. But the verification doesn't have to have anything to do with other app, right? Like, so someone could have a different name in another thing because it's usually just, are you the person? That's oh, yeah, it yeah. Is. It's right. just, do your photos, Matt, like take a live photo right now. Yes, it that's true. So it's a different kind of verification. That's that's why I'm like, I think she wants to add because oh, he yeah. still would have been him. He's, yeah, I mean, she true. met him in person. She didn't say he was a fake. Dude. Anyway, whatever, rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, so yes, this person is providing a very controversial opinion of, of that, yeah, married people should not be on dating apps. And to me, part of the reason that I wanted to share, like before we even decided to introduce these into the podcast, I shared this with Chris, because it's like, oh, good, look, more bias being pumped into the world. And I'm getting this article fed to me through Google, like randomly, like, it's, it's really hard when so much frankly, garbage opinion pieces like this are getting put out there. And some poor person who's you know, maybe doesn't have access to information around um, alternative relationship structures and has really been hardline fed the logic of, you know, compulsory monogamy and heteronormativity and all those things. This is just going to reinforce that and either make people more scared than they probably need to be or distrustful of folks or feel like they can't even explore that if they're interested in it. So anyway, that was part of why I sent you the article because it was like, oh, damn it. (laughs) These people. And so in response, in your, uh, in your phone texts <laughs> is, a, is a profile of a married person. <laughs> just to show the universe the other side of, the, of, the, of it. So this is a 50-year-old uh, person who identifies as a straight man. Uh, they're on um, Tinder. And their passions in Tinder, their interests are movies, yoga, working out, and reading. Uh, This person says in their profile, looking for friends first and see how it goes from there. Married and ethically non-monogamous. Interested in women or couples. Friends with benefits would be ideal, but open to whatever works. Prefer to play along with my wife, but solo is fine if that's not your thing. Nerdy athletic type interests include scuba, board games, hiking, yoga, movies, sailing, cooking, beer, philosophy, 420, i.e. weed, friendly. Fully vaxxed, fun, relaxed, and love some good conversation. Looking for same. Oh my God, I love that closing line so much. There's like a the rhyming quality and that's really lovely. Yes. Um, okay, so I will not talk about, the, I'm going to resist commenting on every aspect of that profile description. I will first describe who, what this person looks like in their photos. So yep. um, the first photo that I'm seeing, there is a very, <laughs> I, there's a cat on a lap and I'm like, what's the cat looking at? The cat is very intently looking not at the camera. And I would love to know what the cat is uh, is observing. Um, mm-hmm. And there, you know, it's a white guy, goatee, kind of see, um like goatee scruff, I guess I would say, with some yeah. salt and pepper situation happening, wearing their headphones, they're clearly sitting at the computer, not smiling. Uh, next photo I see is them in a black polo shirt. We now no longer have the headphones on. Uh, it's a selfie. Same goatee. Now we have a toothy smile. Um, no glasses this time. Oh, and then we have a photo of who, of who I'm assuming is the wife. 
Um, mm -hmm. I probably shouldn't make that assumption, but it's what I would guess from the profile. Yes. Um, and so it's them together looking all cute, dressed up. Um, oh, I love the pattern on that person's dress. Uh, or yeah. Yeah, dress. Yeah, that's cool. I want that in wallpaper. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be nice it's sort wallpaper. Of, it's sort of like Art Deco-y vibes. It looks kind of dark, either navy or black, and then some gold, like sun flare-y situation. Um, they're cute. Their bedroom is in the background, which is kind of, or maybe it's a hotel, actually. That might be a hotel, not their bedroom. Yeah, look at the I don't know. The fire alarm above the <laughs> photo over the oh bed. yeah that totally makes it look hotel like and that yeah. outlet next to it in the phone yeah that's a hotel yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's totally a hotel and they have she has a wristband on i'm like Ooh, where are you <laughs> they're clubbing <laughs> see again this is like the fun of a photo where there's enough little clues to be like ooh, what were you doing there that would be a fun conversation anywho so next photo again he's in a polo she's in the photo as well it's like a closer up selfie of both of them with toothy grins they're very cute together. They look happy and leaning into each other. Next photo again is of them and they're out hiking. Um, yeah, so there's a nice nature backdrop. Again, leaning in, selfie, looking happy. Um, yes. And that's that's all the photos I see. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, I think, you know, like all of our conversations about don't put up other people. I mean, it would be nice if you said, you know, photos of wifey, you know, shared with permission or something like that. Yeah. I would love just that little extra nugget. But given that he's saying prefer to play along with my wife, like that's in the profile, obviously, mm -hmm. you knows what's going on because she must also prefer to be involved. Yes. Um, I mean, there's some leaping happening there, but I, I see it feels like a pretty safe bet. Um, yeah. Certainly an easy thing to ask questions about. I love that they lead first, you know, first sentence, looking for friends first, see how it goes from there. Fantastic. Really clear. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the next line, immediately married and E&M, um, you know, and then the really clear, specific description of in a couple different ways, like what are you interested in? So definitely want women involved, looking for couples, friends with benefits are the kind of structure they're going for. They're not you know, they're making it for folks who are in the scene, you know, there's all different language of, are you looking to create a polycule? Are you, you know, which would be a group that's dating. Um, mm -hmm. Are you looking for a long-term? Um, obviously they have the primary, even if they're not using that language, but are they looking to add a secondary, right? Like they're making it pretty clear. No one should be expecting that this is going to be some, um, I don't know what to call it. Like, uh, you're like not going to be there deeper primary. connection or something yeah. like that. Right. It's, it's a friend. It's, fr it's friends. I mean, friends with benefits. It's not right. It's not like, we're not starting a poly family. We're not interested in it. We're just like sort of interested in an extra person to have some fun with, but also with the friendship piece. Right. Because yeah. they used to talk about friends first. Yeah. Cool. So I think they did a fantastic job. This is a really lovely, um, you know, it opens the doors for lots of questions still. Um, so it doesn't answer everything because it's a freaking profile. So of course it doesn't, yeah. but they're leading in with such clarity, which I would say whether you're E&M or not, like I love this clarity about what someone's looking for, um, that you know exactly what you're swiping on. Um, and then this is a moment where it's super appropriate to have the other person in the photos too, because Tinder doesn't allow us to do the, I'd like, I would, I would message these people and be like, have you heard of field? You might like yeah. that. <laughs> right. Um, Cause I would imagine these would be two people who would do a linked profile, um, which is lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So that is exactly basically why I, I had saved this profile is because I thought they did 
I agree. I think they do a really good job of explaining the kind of relationship they're interested in uh, and are, um, and, yeah, describe what they're looking for and therefore by definition sort of what they're not looking for. And uh, there seems to be consent involved in things mm -hmm. like so exactly like prefer to play along with my wife, but solo is fine if that's not your thing. Right. So like they're they're allowing for different types of relationships to evolve through the profile yeah. that they're open. There's some consent language going on in here. Good um, yeah. Right. Like that. like that just sort of thing, because we think that's I think that's missing in a lot of these profiles as well. Yeah. Um, that's giving some power or options into the seeker as well. And then, you know, providing some interests. Um, they're not yeah. they're a little on the generic side, but there's still some, I mean, philosophy is kind of cool. Um, and then, you know, and then that's sort of like that and really prioritizing that uh, the good conversation and ultimately looking for the same in, in that too. So that's really where it seems like their focus is. So I just thought it was a really funny uh, antithesis to this article about married people should be banned from dating apps and they're horrible and it's the worst thing on the planet and it's just like or you could find this couple who's really interested in some friends maybe some friends with some sexual component to them yeah. but maybe not maybe we just want to be ha like meet some friends right i think it's <laughs> i it's such a great like contrast to this freaking article because yeah well so because the other it also reminds me there are people who are single or you know, and many complicated words we could use, but who are not married, are not partnered, but would be down and interested and find it compelling to join a couple, right? They see that as yeah. nourishing in, in a variety of ways. And there's nothing like if you ban married people, then those kinds of folks can't find each other and can't enjoy each other's company. And that's bullshit. Like the whole point of these dating apps, I would argue, is to help facilitate people finding the kinds of dynamics that they're interested in. And sure, we can say, oh, let's encourage people to be in apps where those certain kinds of relationship structures are more normed, right? So field is a great example of that is absolutely an app for people who are open mm -hmm. to more atypical relationship structures. Perfectly, I think that's fine. You also should be able to be on Tinder because if someone never hears that this could be exist in the world, like I love, I'm like, this profile is a is a freaking intervention in the world. Like for someone who's, I, mean, I love imagining someone who has like never imagined this kind of a relationship dy dynamic reading this profile, especially relative to some of the crappy, you know, single dude profiles that are out there. And <laughs> mm -hmm. just being like, wait, what? Like you yeah. can't, it's hard to be curious about things you've never imagined were possible. And so- yeah. I would actually, I would argue that to promote like healthy, rich, robust curiosity and relationship formation, I love the mixing and matching on a general app while also recognizing it's nice to have an app you can go to and be like, cool, I don't need to worry about explaining relationship stru structures to people here. Yeah. And, and the other thing that I, I, you know, we know like on apps like Bumble, for example, you, there is that BFF feature. Right. right. So you can meet friends on this, but on Tinder, there isn't. And so, you know, so th if you do want to ultimately, like if your main goal is to meet friends and again, if, if something else evolves from that, that's fine. There's no space for that. And, and yeah. different places in the world and different places in the U S like field might be, I think, I believe this, these people are in a city that 
probably has like a good field, you know, population pool to draw from. Right. And that's not going to be true for a lot of places in, in, in the U S and, and yeah. in other places. Right. So they can't, so their only that's option a, is really Tinder. Right. That's a really great point. Yeah. Right. We can't imagine that there will be enough. Yeah. Or that people would feel comfortable, right. If you're in a yeah. smaller town, are you going to feel comfortable going on an app like field? I mean, granted, if you're going to put yourself out there. Yeah. I, I just think ultimately articles like this are so damning and so not thoughtful, right? Like she's just creating these bright binary lines of who's good, who's acceptable, what relationships work, that all people who are on an app in and have this, these other elements of their life, like are inherently bad. And that's, yeah. it's just, that's, to be binary about it, that's bad. Like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do the thing I just said. Yeah, but, in but the, yes. Anyway, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yes. that is so counterproductive to people's happiness. Like, knock it the fuck off. You don't know what's going on. Like, yeah, maybe someone doesn't, This these people, right? Think about all the vulnerability they're creating for themselves, right? They are in their 50s, posting this, I mean, my God, the number, the, the likelihood in the size of city we're in, the likelihood you're going to see colleagues on the app, the likelihood you're going to, you know, the likelihood you're going to encounter people who know who the fuck you are. You just yeah. added yourself as ENM on fucking Tinder. Yeah. With photos of you and your wife. Like if anyone was like, well, is that him? You know, like I'm a generic yeah. white guy. <laughs> Maybe it's yeah. not him. No, no. Now it's you and your wife. <laughs> yeah. And so I just think, we don't know why people are going to make different kinds. I mean, we had this sparkly twinkly light person who was like, I can't put my face on here, but if you're interested, let's talk. Right. Like people have reasons they can't be as honest on essentially a public app. And so this article is just completely, I mean, I feel weird even calling it. It's like this thing, this person wrote, I don't even want to call it an article. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my it's so it's just really cruel to the complexity that people are living with. And, and I don't know, I just think we need to be more generous. And if, and if that makes you uncomfortable as a person, that's okay. You can put a bright line around yourself, but you don't mm-hmm. need to project that onto every other profile in the app. Yeah. And so you fucking swipe left on those people. Cause it makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Put it in your profile. You're not open to people who are married, right? Like you can set those boundaries for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And people are going to cross them and cheat and be dishonest. And you set your own boundaries and allow other people to set their boundaries. Right. Like this is where that's coming from. Uh, Where, right. Like you're saying, like married peeps stay off our turf. It's like, no, no, no. Married people can stay off your turf. Insert snarky double entendre there. Um, But, Ah. you know, like, (laughs) I'm just like, did I just say that? Yeah, I did. All right. So, but like, yeah, and other people are going to have these different boundaries. And the other thing too, I loved how you were talking about the vulnerability of like what they're putting on there too, and maybe running into colleagues. And this goes true for any people who are ethically non-monogamous and navigating dating apps. Like, is your workplace, if you have one, supportive of that? Like, I don't know what protections there are. Like in some states you can be protected based on your gender identity or your yeah. sexual orientation, but like, is, is ethical non-monogamy a sexual orientation? Can you be fired for being poly? Like, I don't, I don't I'm know if there's sure a precedent you, for that. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure you can be. I think there is, there are zero protections. Um, I feel like I had, 
some students write a paper on this. <laughs> oh, I'd um, love to, to know more because I could see like ACLU or a, 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 like another legal entity or just a lawyer, but like, yeah, sort I think of there's argue that that's your sexual orientation and, yeah, and therefore you're dim dis discriminating. I mean, I think I like a discrimination argument. I don't love calling it sexual orientation, but yeah, I, I, I right. we shouldn't be able to discriminate based on people's relationship structures. That's like fucking yeah. weird. Knock exactly. it off everyone. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I don't know. I'm sure that a case like that probably has been argued in some lower courts, I would guess. I don't, but I've never heard of one going um, much further. Okay. Anyway, stop That's being, stop creating more bias, be more understanding and compassionate. <laughs> stop being so like, I just, it feels like ethnocentric egocentric ickiness right like where someone's yeah. like my way in the world is right like oh be single and then be married and then stay married it's like mm, maybe that right. works for you that's great if it works for you stop projecting keep it to yourself yeah. exactly so, yes. so on that note if you know of any profiles articles or now legal cases about <laughs> people in uh, who are ethically non-monogamous being able to uh keep their employment <laughs> Or any, I guess we'll do any kind of case review, I suppose, now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> We're sure, why not? We can start looking at that for other upcoming seasons. But yeah. please send anything you find interesting uh, to us at Before You Swipe. That is the letter B, the number four, the letter U, swipe, at gmail.com. You can also find us on our, well, they're dormant, but we do read the messages when we get them, um, The uh, our Facebook and our Instagram. All right. Until next Thank time. Right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Before You Swipe. If you want to send us your thoughts or a profile you'd like us to overanalyze, please email us at beforeyouswipe at gmail.com. That's the letter B, number four, letter U, swipe at gmail. Or find us on Facebook at Before You Swipe. Thanks to Hamid Khalid 786 on Pixabay for our fabulous funky beats. <laughs>